from Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. Welcome back to the last place on earth where men can still be men. You are now in the fist bumping, heart pumping, cock sucking, motherfucking sports group. I am your host, Mike Coscarelli in the studio in New York City. Join across the world in Chicago, Illinois, of course, by Matt Lejeski. Hello, Matt. Oh, and... What a day it is. Great to be here. It's great to be back in my adopted hometown. How's it going, Mikey? It's going fantastic. Uh, Adam Foster is also in San Diego, California. Adam, what's going on with you? Just dealing with uh, Hillary. Oh, the, the tropical storm. Tropical storm Hillary. Not a woman in your life. No, no. Or everybody. I'm glad you clarified, Adam, because I was about to start chanting "Lock her up." (laughs) How's the rain out there, dude? It's rainy and wet. Great. All right. Slippery. Well, moving on. Uh, So we have some old business (laughs) to take care of. Obviously, you guys didn't hear an episode from us last week. It's because uh, we taped our first ever. Uh, sports group NFL over unders podcast. We did the NFC last week. Um, the problem is uh, we lost it. Not we, I lost. No, it. no, Mike. <laughs> I think it was just so many people tried to download it at once that it just crashed and we lost the whole thing. Did we break the internet? We did. We did. Yeah. Oh shit. I knew we would do this at some point. All it took was a little bit of over under NFL preview action. This is going to be a long season. If we continuously do this, we're going to be breaking the internet regularly. Yeah. Breaking the internet is a big issue for us. Uh, obviously, um, I, I don't really know what to say. I wasn't prepared for the riff boys. You just took me by such surprise because uh, I was just... I saw you fall over. Well, I dropped... I mean, Mikey, have you learned nothing at UCB? (laughs) You could argue that I learned nothing at UCB. (laughs) (laughs) I learned how to write sketches and God knows that's over. So um, I I dropped my iPad pen, but that's besides the point. We didn't have an episode last week. We apologize. Um, uh, uh, An SD card that I had here got corrupted. So I put these boys through an hour and 20 minutes of uh, football over-unders only to not have an episode come out. So... I think it was two and a half hours, actually, but it, you know, whatever long. you say, boss. It was long. <laughs> Today, we're doing take two. We're going to start with the AFC instead of the NFC this week. So we're going to break this up into two parts. We're actually going to break it up into three parts. Um, we're going to do our AFC over-unders today. So obviously, we're going to take win totals supplied to us by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and we're going to predict the teams in the AFC division by division 
to see uh, if we think that these teams are going to uh, hit their overs or go under on their their win totals. We also have a few awards sprinkled in along the way. Matt, do you want to go down the list here and, and tell the audience what our awards are? Sure. Yeah, we've uh, like we should surprise them a little bit. Yeah, you want to surprise them? We could. Gonna, we could the audience them. is going to forget about the award until we tell it to them anyway. That's true. Our our audience uh, is mostly on Adderall, and they have a hard time retaining their their short term memory is not good. So we'll we'll hold off on it. We'll just sprinkle them in as we go along. Whatever Adam wants to do, I say we keep it as a surprise. Let's. Let's sprinkle it in there. All right, fine. All right. We have a few yeah, we'll awards. Just, we'll give them a little nugget right now, all right, which is uh, we've got our team we're pretty 100% on going either over or under, and that's what's going to be called our rock hard lock. That's right. Talk about locking her up. Lock but, uh, her up. Lock <laughs> it up. Aside boys. from that, you'll get them when you get them. Right. So next week, we're going to do the NFC over-unders, something that we already recorded, but we're going to have to re-record because we fucked it up. And then the week after... Who knows? We'll, maybe we'll change our minds. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the week after that, it, it that will be the week before football season, right? Or Yep. So that will be our uh, prop bet special. We're going to go through and give you guys some, some fun, interesting prop bets that we're looking at uh, to make the NFL season a little more fun. And obviously, we are doing our own contest here at Sports Group. For uh, mm-hmm. we're we're going to be we have to do picks all season long. So, absolutely, what we decided to do here, so we're not uh, just spending the whole show making picks throughout the whole NFL season. We're going to pick each one of us is going to pick a game during each time slot on every Sunday or every week, actually, because we're going to count the Monday and Thursday games, I suppose, as well. We didn't discuss Thursday, but I guess Thursday's got to be in. Yep. Five picks per week. We got the one o'clock Eastern, the four o'clock Eastern, Sunday night, Monday night, and then Thursday night. Uh, and we're going to keep our limit, our picks. For the, West, for the West Coast people, that's Sunday morning, <laughs> Monday afternoon. Thank you, Adam. We're gonna keep, thank you very We're gonna keep our picks yeah, limited to those not. five, uh, and that's what we'll we'll do moving forward for the season. We're gonna keep track of uh, who is the master picker in the sports group. Um, but for now, I think without any further ado, it's time to get into a segment that took us about two hours last week to do and then not put out the over unders for the AFC. We're gonna break this down by division, and we're gonna. Excuse me. I had some pizza. If you don't notice that my shirt is ruined, uh, I'm trying to use this iPad to cover it. Um, Just take it off, Mike. Take the shirt off. Give the listeners what they're really here for. Oh, I don't think the listeners are here to see what my body looks like after eating six slices of pizza with pepperoni on it. That oh, would be my guess. Six. <laughs> yeah, Adam. That's pretty six. good. I've been stressed. What do you want? Are we me to talking? Do about it? Are we talking? Are we talking squares here? Yeah. Damn, some Prince Very Street nice. squares. Love it. Very nice. No, not Pritt Street. Just some pizza shop in Williamsburg that that delivered to the studio because I've been here all day. Um, Honestly, you know, if if we would have started this off by uh, over under five and a half for slices of pizza <laughs> eaten by Mike today, Adam, what would you have gone with? I would have gone. I would have said three, dude. I would have said, yeah. I would have guessed three. Why? You guys yeah. don't ever just pig out? 
get a nice big. Oh no, I, I mean, six I, is a lot. I do. But I didn't think six. You yeah, we're not trying to shame you, Mike. I mean, it's just yeah, you're not. Adam, you're not that Adam's big, Mike. Adam is trying to shame. <laughs> you're a normal sized guy. No, I'm just. I'm honestly, I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm not trying to shame anyone. I was just the covers reacting. That's it. It's All a right. lot of slices. All right, AFC East. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to start off here. Obviously, the the team that I am the most interested in for uh, a number of reasons, um, the New York Jets. They mm-hmm. uh, the DraftKings put them at nine and a half wins this season. Um, I have them big over, guys. Big over, not just big. over. Big over. I have them winning. Are we talking by, alternate total big? We're talking 12 win big. Whoa. Whoa. He's on the hard knocks train. That's for sure. I sure am. And I was actually, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, I am a Jets fan. Listen, I usually think the Jets are going to win somewhere between one to four games. So I am not, <laughs> I'm certainly not a homer pick guy. Uh, I just went through the schedule. I, Hard Knocks is definitely selling me on the Jets. I think they're going to win 12 games. I was not into Rodgers when they got him. I've been watching him on Hard Knocks. He looks awesome. He looks like a real captain of the team. He still looks like he's got a little zip in his arm. Um, and obviously quarterbacks go over the edge real quick. So who knows? Maybe by like week three, it's over. And this is a big disaster. But I can't imagine... And I'm being cautious here. I can't imagine for two massive disappointments from teams that I root for in less than six months. I'm trying to be optimistic, but I see 12 wins here. What about you guys? So you can't picture what's happened for the last six years happening again for a seventh year. Six years? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Mets the and the Jets. Well, Mikey, <laughs> let me tell you something here. I got the Jets. At 13 wins yeah. on the season, yeah. they've got they they've got a weak schedule and they've got a lot of hype. You know, there's I think it's going to take a couple weeks. I think there's going to be a couple games where we're like, what's going on with the Jets? Maybe for the first few weeks. Yeah. And boys, I don't want to stand up right now because I would have to adjust my waistband because this is my rock hard throbbing pick of the year. Yeah. Jets. Yeah, I love it. Put it on the table, Adam. Whip it out and put it on Whoa. the table. You guys hear a thud? That was just my spin drift. <laughs> that was just a hurricane. Yeah. Oh, I love it. All right, Matt, wow. are you popping our bubble here? Uh, you know, I so I'm a little I, I am excited about the Jets. I think I don't think they've got an easy schedule necessarily. I don't think they've got an incredibly hard one either. I'm bought into the talent. I'm bought into Rodgers. I'm not going 12 or 13 wins here. Uh, I do think their division is too good for them to, they're not going to run through it. But I think, yeah, I think they're going over. I'm, I'm putting them at 10. I'm, I'm not okay. super hyped, but yeah, I, th- I think they're going over. I'll take I think that 10. There's, there's just too much there. You think about who they had last year as rookies. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner. I mean, you had two guys that both could have won offensive rookie of the year if Brees didn't get hurt. You've yeah. got Wilson on the defense, or excuse me, uh, Gardner on the defensive side. It's like uh, there's too much talent for them to disappoint. I agree. 
So here is an actual question, and I really did want to talk about this because a lot of times I watch Hard Knocks, uh, and I, I'm like kind of in and out every year. I don't, I definitely don't watch it every year, but there are a couple years that I remember watching, thinking like, "Wow, maybe this is a team that turns it around, like the Cleveland Browns or like whatever." And then sometimes you watch it, you're just like, "They're they're fine, they're whatever." I got to say, watching the first two episodes of Hard Knocks for the Jets. It's helping me get there because I I was kind of on the bus train for a little bit like, oh, they'll be all right. They'll you know, they'll be good. Rogers will be all right. They'll probably they'll be competitive. But after watching them practice and how some of these guys look, it's just so hard for me to not. It, it's actually a sample size that I get, whereas like I look at the Giants since we're just talking local and it's really it's really hard to feel hyped up about them because I don't know what's going on in the in their their locker room or their practice. Whereas, like you just see that Rogers, from what we're seeing, is like a real leader. And I don't think I've ever seen that on the Jets. If I'm being a hundred, Mikey, I, I gotta agree with you. I, I'll say their hard knocks made me rock hard. Yeah, yeah, hard rocks. Is that what you're calling the show now? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it is the perennial hype machine, right? Like, as you're saying, like last year, the lions, everybody was so hyped. There was the one year about the Browns. It always happens like this with hard knocks to the point where you kind of almost hope your team isn't on it because you don't want to be sold this false hope, but yeah, they're doing a great job of really, you know, selling us on the idea of the which something we already kind of believed anyway, that the Jets were trending upwards. I mean, shit, they won seven games last year with Brees Hall being injured and Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco playing quarterback, right? So yeah. the idea that they can't win three more this year with one of the top five best quarterbacks ever who's motivated, yeah, they're going over. Yeah, well, that brings us to our next team. Um, because I think it's a perfect segue. The Patriots at six and a half wins. Um, personally, Mikey's pick, big under for me. I think they're a four-win team. Wow. Belichick, wow. this is the year they finally fall apart. They got nothing on this team. They got nothing. And I think whatever wins they end up grabbing is going to be, be because Belichick saves their asses and outcoaches whoever, you know, is on the other side. There, you know, there's potentially a Chargers win in here. Um I I really do think this is maybe the least talented Pat team I've seen since I've been watching football. Um, and what you were just saying, Matt, two of those wins last year that they got, because what what did they finish with win-wise, record-wise last year? The Patriots last year, they were eight and nine. All right. Two of those wins were against the Jets that should that would have been wins if anybody else was quarterbacking other than Zach Wilson. So take those two, uh, you know, assume those two wins aren't there. They're like a six-win team last year, wins that they actually earned. Uh, So I have them at four. What do you guys think? Four wins. That's crazy. Why? I think you play a dangerous game with the if Zach Wilson wasn't quarterback, they would have done it because there's always shit's going to go wrong in the season and every – Every game on the schedule in my is obviously it's not going to turn out the way that you think it is. There's going to be upsets in the year. I'm going to give them some credit because of Bill Belichick. Um, I got them at nine wins. You know, I found what? eight going through the schedule and I gave them another additional upset. 
Wow. I think that the AFC East, to me, it's definitely the best division in the AFC. Where are they getting nine wins from, Adam? Oh, man, you're going to have to. Make me type stuff into a search no, bar like, here, cool. gonna- Maddie. <laughs> Maddie, you go, you go, and let's see, let's hear your wins, and let me see which um six and I think a half the, is I think- too low. Six and a half is too low. I wow. mean, you're telling me All that right. they could they could go over by a game and a half. They could go over basically by two games, and they still have a losing record. I can't see. I mean, last year was a disaster. They had one of the all time worst head coaches, Matt Patricia who is a defensive coach, take over as offensive coordinator. Now they have uh, Bill O'Brien coming in. They, you know, they don't have a lot of great offensive players, even good ones, but I can't see a Bill Belichick coach team going six and 11 or worse. But why, this is the thing, man, they have, they're not good. (laughs) They're not good. I'm not, but I don't think they don't need to be good to get seven wins. I mean, they play, right? They play the Broncos. They play the Steelers. They play the Colts, the Giants, the Commanders. The Saints. As as they're, they're out the of Raiders. Games. Yeah, the Raiders. Um, I think the Dolphins are, you know, those kinds of games against the Dolphins are, could go either way. Very easily could split against the Dolphins. Very right. Easy. You know, I just I don't I don't see them being terrible. I don't I don't say I'm not. I don't think they're threatening anybody in terms of re- making any sort of a run. They can come in third in the division, and uh, they could go over here. Dude, it's got to end at some point, though. It really does. I know. I I hate the Patriots, and granted, like I this is maybe Homer me talking more so than the Jets being good, the Patriots being bad, but. I, it's got to be over at some point. And oh, it is over. It is over. But that doesn't mean that they're the worst team in the league. I don't think they're the worst. I don't team. think they're the worst. I think they're about four five. is pretty low. Four is low, but four means you're putting them in like Cardinals Raiders territory. Well, I just think part of it is their division. Like, are they going to beat these teams? Are they going to beat the Bills twice? Are they like to get to Madam? You had them at nine wins. You said nine. How, so you, they're going to have to beat. All of these teams at least once to get to nine, and you have the Jets winning thirteen games. I don't even know well, how they got. So the Dolphins, I say that they pull one. I, I I actually do have them beating the Jets early in the season. I don't think the Jets are going to have it all together right at the gate. Um, they're playing the Saints. The Cowboys are prone to screwing up, and you know, especially these middle of the season games. I don't think the best team is going to pull out a win every time. You got the Giants, the Colts. Steelers, that's that could go either way for sure. The Chargers, I feel like, could also go either way. The Broncos, I don't know. I think, I mean, from what? From week, like, seven to nine here, Commanders, Colts, Giants. I mean, that could be three in a row. Ugh. I don't you know what? Know, Hang man. on. Pencil it in. Colts are Patriots over win. six and a half. Rock no hard wow. no I can't believe Lock you're doing it in this and get it rock hard. All right, all right. Well, let's stop bickering about the Pats. Let's move on to the Buffalo Bills here. Uh, DraftKings says ten and a half wing wins. I almost said wings. I'm I, I'm thinking Buffalo. Mm. 
All right, six slices of pizza. He's already on buffalo wings, folks. <laughs> uh, ten and a half wins. Um, it's this is an under for me, boys. Uh, but I think they're I think they're just under. Um, I think they're a ten win team. I think the Jets taking a step forward is a, is bad news for the Bills. Uh, and I I do think I think this is the beginning of the decline. I think Josh Allen, at some point, he's an athlete. He's a big boy. He's going to start feeling these hits. They're going to have to start. I mean, he gets crushed sometimes, man, when he's running out there. Um, I just think coming off of that heartbreak last year, I, I think that there there seems to be – he will, he's not admitting it, but there's some something going on with Diggs and Allen uh, that seems a little suspect to me. Uh, the Jets get better. The Dolphins, I think, will kind of stay around the same level of talent they were at last year. I just don't see the Bills dominating this division and 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 winning it. And I'm also, I'm giving out my first award of the day. I think mm. the Bills. I I do think they're going to be under, and they're they're ten win team instead of a ten and a half. But the the Bills are my Joe Beningo, uh most likely to fix a hole award that's given to the team that is going to be the most disappointing for the season. Joe Beningo is a local radio host who punches holes in his walls when the Jets lose. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Bills Mafia fans really disappointed in the Bills this year because they went from being one of the more dominant teams in the league or expected to be, and I just don't think that they're going to be that team this year. I think they'll be good, but I don't think they'll be dominant. Boys? So you have them at 10 wins? Yeah, but there's a world where they're more disappointing than that. So I, I think your narrative has potential for sure. Like Allen could get injured. There could be a fallout with Diggs. I'm going to assume, I'm assuming that that's not happening um, and that they're going to come back out and try and make another run. I got them at 12 wins this year. And Woo! I think that they're going to get off to a real hot start because their beginning of their schedule is pretty weak. Uh, the first few weeks, I think they're going to win week one against the Jets again. I think the Jets are just going to have a couple. I think the Jets are going to start off like two in two or something to start the first few games. Um, and then they got the Raiders, Commanders, Dolphins, Jaguars. I mean, their schedule is not, I guess it's not as easy as, as I thought it was, but I still think they're going to have a get off to a hot start. Adam loves the AFC East. Look at this. I do. I do. Matthew. Yeah, so this this one I'm a little torn on. I really don't have a super strong feeling either way. Uh, I hope that I don't piss off the Bills Mafia right. to the point that they, they put out a hit on me. Of course not. Um, how does one get into the Bills Mafia, by the way? Do you have to go through like the whole Omerta, like prick your finger, or do you just get hammered and throw yourself through a table in a parking lot? Uh, you, what's, what's that? Yo, what was that dish that we spoke about that the Buffalo is known for? It's like plate. a trash can. Oh, the garbage plate. The trash yes. Can. Yeah. Yeah. You got to eat 17 garbage plates in a row. And that's <laughs> ah. how you get inducted into the mafia. That's how you get in. You don't have to prick your finger as much as you just have to have diarrhea. Well, you do, but while. it's it's you'll be pricking your finger for years to come because of the diabetes you get. Uh, <laughs> Also Good goes point. to tell you how racist the, the Buffalo is that they went with Bill's Mafia and not, you know, uh, Bill's Yakuza or uh, 
anything right. like that. You know? That's or not discussed just, enough, I think. Yeah. Just the Bills gang. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I do think the Bills are trending down for sure. Uh, it's probably the least talented version of the team that they've had in the past couple years. Everybody's older. Diggs is, I think, 30 now. McDermott is kind of on the hot seat because the, the they've not even made a Super Bowl, much less won one. Um, schedule's a little difficult for them, so I'm going to go under but I'm not super confident in this one. I think they'll be at 10. Maybe, I mean, if they got to 11, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, I'm, go- I'm going under, at, and I'm putting them at 10 wins. 10 Reluctantly. Wins. Gun to my head. So we had two unders there. Adam, just his big hard on for the AFC East continues. Um, now let's move over to the Miami Dolphins. Nine and a half wins, according to DraftKings. Boys... I like them better than the Bills. I have them a big fat over. Ten wins. Mm. Um, I think that they are... Tua's got to stay healthy, obviously. They looked scary the first couple season, uh, games of last season. They they That offense, man, is... Whew, I'll tell you what. They are fucking good. Um, but you know what else they're really good at? They're They're really good at beating the charge. Because they are my... They're my pick for the Hide Your Daughter Daughter Award, which is obviously an award that we give to the team that is most likely to lead the league in domestic violence. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a menace. He should should not be out in in the streets, but he's also Teflon. I mean, it doesn't seem like anything that he does actually gets him thrown in jail, and it probably should. He's beating the shit out of old men. We've covered that already on Sports Group. Um, so can Tyreek Hill be on his best behavior for the whole season? I don't think so. But what do you boys think? Yeah, I was... Dolphin. You want to go, Maddie? No, go ahead. Yeah, so for me, I kind of have this story. I'm, I'm going off the same narrative that they had last year. I just don't think two is going to stay healthy. I don't think their team's going to stay healthy. I've got them at eight wins this year. But I don't think that they're the hide your daughter award. No, like I wouldn't let my I wouldn't let my daughter hang out with them. But I'm not like you know shoving her in the attic. It's your funeral, kid, <laughs> Maddie. Yeah i I was going to go with them uh, for this award because I do think that Watson really has to be. It, it would what it came down to for me was Watson or Hill. Right, and I think there's just so many eyes on Watson. Um, he's kind of set the precedent for how to really be the biggest piece of shit you can be and still play in the league. Yeah. Um, so I think there's just going to be too many eyes on him. So I'm gonna, I'm with you, Mike. This is also my hide your daughter award, um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going under on the Dolphins because I just think, obviously, with Tua, you know, he's one stack away at all times of his career pretty much being over. Yep, that's true. Or or one disagreement with Tyreek Hill. <laughs> it's also true. And they've only, you know, 
granted, Hill's only been on the team for one year, but we only have one year of them really achieving uh, with this current coach and the the trajectory that they were on last year. So I don't know. I'm not super confident in this team, and I'm going under. All right. Well, so we got two of us agreed on the same thing that they're they're the most they're the most dangerous team to the public in the NFL, <laughs> primarily because of one man. <laughs> That's it's true. a tough decision, though. This is, you know, this is a pick your poison here. This isn't an easy choice. Yeah, I would say. Well, who, who, uh, don't the uh, don't the Dolphins also have um, who is the running back? I'm completely forgetting here. Uh, the guy that was on the Browns. Oh, Kareem Hunt. Yes. Isn't he also on the Dolphins this year? Or am I bugging out? Nah, he's he's still unsigned. Ah, OK. Well, keep and, an eye uh, on. yeah, as far as I could tell, he's still unsigned. All right, let's go to the AFC South, uh, a division that probably shouldn't exist. Uh, we hate all these teams. We hate watching them. Um, oh, and, that's not true. No, no. Are no, you an no, AFC no. South fan, Matt? Well, you'll see. Okay. All right. Well, let's get started here. The Jags nine and a half, according to DraftKings. Uh, I have an under, but not a bad under. I have them at nine wins. Um, I gotta be honest. It's always pretty difficult for me to, to have any real read on any of the teams from this division, because it just always seems like they're kind of in each other's crosshairs of mediocrity. Someone's got to win the division. Uh, this year, I, I guess it's the Jags. I don't really know what else to say about it. Trevor Lawrence looks good. Peterson's a pretty good coach. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. Uh, from an analyst's perspective. Yeah, the Jaguars are kind of, I find they're just kind of a a boring team. I I don't know. They'll never, they're who cares about them, but I do like Peterson. Um, And I think we were talking about this before the show started, but I think the AFC overall is really like, the really weak teams are, are the stronger teams, and the weak teams are real weak. Um, I got the Jaguars at 11 wins. Whoa! Whoa! That's what I like to hear. 11! Incredible. It's going to be a year. really putting it on the table and showing us something today. I love it. I love it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, Adam. It's a weak ass division. Uh, the Colts are a franchise really in no man's land. They're pretty much going nowhere, as are the Texans. Um, and they're at a division schedule pretty easy from what I could see so far. They play the NFC South, which is another bad division. So they could beat up on the Falcons and the Panthers. They could easily beat the Saints. Uh, they only have a few hard games on their schedule. The Bengals, the Niners, and yeah, the Bills. That's it. They really, there's only, I think those are maybe the only three games that they will for sure be underdogs in, uh, at least if you looked at it right now. So yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, the Christian American Jesus uh, (laughs) in the flesh. Blonde hair, blue eyes, 6'6". Six, six. Uh, he is the savior for so many people. Um, 
teams improved in every way. They got Calvin Ridley, Peterson, as we know. Peterson won the Super Bowl with a mix of Carson Wentz yeah. and Nick Foles. So now he's got this young stud at quarterback. I mean, he could easily, easily be winning double-digit games for years to come. I think it's just the beginning for them. It really is not talked about enough how, like, whatever that Eagles team was. That, and now that we have a history, we know how horrible Carson Wentz was, is. Uh, yeah. Peterson deserves way more credit than what he got. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about, you know, Lawrence is the the epitome of, of uh, the, the, he's the Jesus freak who looks like Jesus. Uh, Wentz is the Jesus freak who looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> what, ugliest player ever in the NFL? I haven't seen, I mean, ugliest, ugliest big time player. Yeah. Right. Cause he was the face of the franchise. So I, I think we could say without question, I mean, Carson Wentz was like 27 years old with acne. Yeah. You know, Ugh. like what a fucking nerd. Yeah. God, Ugh. probably the worst guy to ever un- unfortunately play in Philadelphia. That is and his, that his name stinks. Wentz, you know, nothing yeah. about him is good. Yeah. All right. Going down to Tennessee, boys. The Tennessee Titans, according to DraftKings, seven and a half wins. I might be alone here, but I'm going over. Mm. And I'm going big Tell over. Tell us why. I'm going big over, boys. Big. Wow. Ten wins for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I said not sure how, but I like Vrabel. So, Matt, what you, everything <laughs> you were just saying about uh, Belichick, I feel that same way about Vrabel. He's a guy that always seems to have – this whatever Tennessee Titans team in the mix. Um, and I don't, I don't really know anybody that's on the team this year other than Derrick Henry. I got to be honest, but I just trust him. I trust him to be a good coach. It's a bad division. Um, the Jags are definitely better than them, but like there's no reason in my mind that the Jags and the Titans both don't end up with at least four wins just from the Texans and Colts. If either if either of the two teams at the top here, in my mind, lose a game to either of the bottom two, the coach should be fired. And I, I even even feel that way about <laughs> Vrabel. I really do. Vrabel, who I think is one of the best coaches in the league, who I love, uh, he can't lose a game to the Texans or the Colts. Neither of these teams can, because it's they're the other two teams are so bad. I just think that the like you're basically starting off four and zero if you're the Jags and the Titans, and that's a pretty good advantage to have, you know. Yeah, I think that is pretty solid insight for the most part. They, I mean, the Texans are going to be one of the worst two teams in the league. Uh, worst two to three teams in the league again. I think uh, Colts are not going to be much better, in my opinion. Uh, man, how many wins are we talking about here? Seven and a half. Yeah, I could, I could see them going over. I don't think their schedule is particularly tough because of the division. Vrabel, you know, he's a fat, ugly guy. Right. So that he's got that working in his favor. Yeah. I, if they win eight games, I can't, I can't say that's, I can't say that's surprising. Yep, I got him at eight also. So we all went over? Same. Yeah. Rock on. 
Yeah, this is like one of those, you know, there's nothing really exciting about this team. Their quarterback is boring. Derrick Henry, um, you know, love him, but I think he's coming to the end. Hopkins, they signed. Uh, oh, that's I right. Think, they did. You know, he'll, he'll put up some nice numbers, but nothing about this team really is like, whoa. Doesn't get you hard. Right. No. It's the opposite of it. This is the, the, the flaccid uh, lock where I'm like, it's just not doing anything for me. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's round out this shitty conference with these last two teams. Uh, Texans, DraftKings has them at six and a half, uh, an obvious under. I, I don't know where they could possibly get six wins from. Um, they're going to be bad. They're always bad. It seems like even when they have a, a tiny, tiny run, it gets ruined almost overnight. That uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins run was not that long ago. It feels like it was like... 20 years ago at this point, it was just a comet that passed through the night. Um, and now this team stinks and will always stink. One of the worst organizations in sports, not mentioned often enough with some of the other bad organizations in sports, but the Texans are always bad. I see them winning two games this year. That's wow. wow. That's uh, that's a very strong statement. They suck. Um, that's a strong under. Yeah, no, I, I think they suck as well. I mean, they, they've got, there's two, first of all, there's, there's just too much newness, excuse me, for them. They've got a new head coach. Yep. They've got a rookie quarter, a head coach who's not been a head coach before. I don't think, right? D'Amico Ryans. Um, so yeah, they've got just a lot of new players overall. And I want to, I want to say that they're, where their their offensive line and defensive line are ranked is not particularly high either. Yeah, right now they're ranked 25th on their offensive line, and then they are ranked somewhere comparable, yeah, 23rd on their defensive line. So that means most games they're going to be disadvantaged going uh, both ways with a rookie quarterback, with a rookie coach. I can't see this. Seven wins, I can't see it. How did they get to seven? I, mean, I don't know. I, just, I don't know where. How did how they even got? What? What? How many did they win last year, Matt? I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, no, they were three games they won last year, so right? Was why? it three or four? Yeah, they were three thirteen, and they had a tie, so they were three thirteen and one. So that means they're more than doubling their win total this year. I mean, every year there are a couple teams that do it in the right. NFL, but I don't see this rookie everything team getting it done. So when they set a line like this, is it just because like four would be too easy, too risky for Vegas? Because I don't know how uh, good faith they put this at line at six and a half. There's just no seven wins for the Texans. How, who on earth is betting that? I don't know. I mean, I mean, the thing is, they do get to play the Colts twice, right? They also play the Cardinals. They also play the Bucks. They also play the Panthers and the Falcons. So it's like their schedule is not particularly tough. Right. But yeah. I don't know. Like, they're not better than any of these other bad teams. So, right. I, I, and I think they, you know, they have a lot of games where they're not going to be in them at all. Like, I don't think they're in this game against the Bengals at all. No. I don't think they're in this game late in the season against the Jets at all or the Broncos. You know, I don't, I don't think they're in these games at all or the Browns. They're not in this game at all. Brutal. Adam. Yeah, I had them at four wins. Wow. I don't see how they, I mean, they suck. 
<laughs> there's a, they're not even one of those teams where you think they'll pull out a couple wins at some point. I just, I don't even have that much faith in them. I, I like some, I just don't think they're going to, they're only going to pull out okay wins against shitty teams. They're going to have the boring games against bad teams that they'll win by a small margin. Right. Cause that's the thing. Yeah. They could be like shitty teams maybe because they are a shitty team themselves, but it's like, right. It's not, there are no gimmies for them against shitty teams. I wouldn't confidently bet them much worse than them. Right. Yeah. No, they're think about like how many games are they going to be favored throughout the year? Maybe four. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. But even the game against the Cardinals, if Kyler Murray is back by that point, they're not favored against the Cardinals. Right. What, uh, no. How far into the season is that? Do you have the schedule? November 19th. So they're thinking Murray could be back by like mid to late October from what I last read. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the bottom of this division, man, moving on to the Colts, uh, also six and a half wins. This is, again, why I was asking Matt if they're just setting the, the line here because Vegas doesn't want to get burned. But uh, under for me easily. Uh, I think they're three wins. They're a mess. I mean, uh, last year, that whole experiment with Jeff Saturday was hilarious in and of itself. Um, I don't know where there could possibly be seven wins here for this team. They, they're another team that just sucks. Uh, the team doesn't really have any talent. The organization seems like it's a mess. And I think now... We've seen the last couple of years. I mean, uh, how many starting quarterbacks have they had? They started the season with Rivers a few years ago. Then they started the season with uh, Matt Ryan last year. Uh, and don't forget our friend friend of the show, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Sandwiched in between. They thought that they would get Wentz and Frank Reich back together and make some magic. They were terrible. Um, you know, three wins. That's what I got them at. Not much to say here about that's, the Colts. That's that's low. Mikey's got a lot of outrageously low totals. Some would say. Well, it's just like we we said even last year watching some of these these teams. It's like the there is this is the this is I can't remember a time in the NFL where there were this many just bad teams. Like they're just these teams are going to get steamrolled. It's not like a but, situation where it's the Jags or whatever where you're like they're pretty good. There's some good pieces here. Maybe they could, they're like, mostly we're giving them nine wins because they're in the horrible division. But like, you know, if they, if they were, if this Jags team was in the AFC East, you know, are they getting to nine, 10 wins? Probably not, but they're still middle of the road. Whereas the bottom tier teams in this division are just like, you know, if they were in the AFC East, they might win one game that, you know, they're, they're just horrible. Yeah, they they do have the benefit of being in what is maybe the weakest division in the league. I don't know for sure. I mean, think they've got. I think they're going to be. They're going to look kind of like the Bears did last year, right? With Justin yeah. Fields like coming into his own a little bit as as an entertaining player, if not good passer yet. Like I think Anthony Richardson is going to put up crazy rushing numbers. He's going to have a real highlight reel of the season. And he's going to probably make somebody's year in fantasy, but that does not translate to actual wins on the field. Mm -hmm. So again, with a rookie coach, right? Steichen from the Eagles as their coach, and then a rookie quarterback, 
Jonathan Taylor, I mean, he's he's probably going to be there, it seems like, but he's their best offensive player by a lot. They don't really have much else. Um, their defense is average at best. So I think it's going to be – I could see them getting seven wins, but uh, I'm not confident in that. So I'm going to go under because six, six or less seems easier to bet on for me than seven or more. Adam? Yeah, I mean, I I got him at four wins. I don't have much to say besides what's already been said. Jonathan Taylor had a horrible year last year and ruined a lot of people's fantasy teams. Ask me how I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Awful. Go on. So, yeah, I mean, there's just there's just nothing to be excited for about this team. They have no momentum. They've got no, you know, this is a year where maybe the, they could pull it off. You know, maybe maybe they have a decent year and then there's something to be excited about for next year. But not right now. Anything else we want to throw in on the Colts before we just stop talking about them? <laughs> yeah, their owner kind of annoys me. <laughs> Yeah, not a big fan of their owner. Just, yeah, the way he talked about Taylor basically saying, yeah, if Jonathan Taylor died, nobody would go to his funeral. I think that was the quote, something like that. I mean, what a, <laughs> what a, what a brutal guy. Yeah. What a, br- and it's like, we know all these NFL owners are probably thinking the same thing, but like, dude, don't say the quiet part out loud. Right. But I mean, on the flip side, maybe we respect him for that because he showed us what a true scumbag he is where all these others try to hide it. I don't know. I'm with you, though, Adam. I don't like him. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break before we finish out the AFC. Up next, we have the AFC North. And then after that, we'll close out with the AFC West. So stick around. Don't worry. We're back on the sports group. Coming up, we have the AFC North. We're going to start with the Ravens. DraftKings says 10 and a half. I said under. I think this is an eight-win team. Um, wow. Why, wow. The wow. 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 I can't wow. believe that you're saying wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm surprised. Some might say I'm flabbergasted. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Is, is wow. I was right. Uh, I think that they'll be good. I mean, I, I think that this division though is a little better than it usually is. And, oh, yeah. um, I mean, they did add OBJ, so I guess it's depending on how good he looks after the injury. That's probably the best receiver that Lamar has had to throw to. So I did keep that in mind, but Outside of that, I don't think this is a great team. I mean, they're well coached. I believe in Lamar. I think Lamar is awesome, and and I think he'll have a, a better season this year than he did last year. I think he was. I think the contract thing was really messy and kind of fucked with him a little bit. So I do think he has a little bit of a better year this year than he did last year. But I don't know, man. Uh, I got him at eight. Matt, what do you give me? Your wow? Why? Give me the wow. Eight, eight wins. I mean, I don't. I don't think. The Ravens have had that bad of a record in the Lamar era at all. Um, I mean, I think this is probably the best team that they've had since he's been there in terms of the talent they've surrounded him with. I mean, listen, I don't expect Beckham to play 17 games. I don't know that I even expect Lamar to play 17 games, 
But, I mean, they've got a great offensive line. They've got an okay defensive line. They've got probably the second-best tight end in the league. And, I mean, Lamar Jackson is – I mean, he's the ultimate highlight reel but is actually a good passer. I think people don't give him enough credit for how good of a passer he actually is. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's been playing with – who's who's that of receivers for pretty much his entire career yeah um so yeah i mean what is it it's nine and a half or ten and a half it's ten and a half for the ravens ten and a half i mean 11 wins is tough in that division i'm gonna go under i'm gonna put them at 10 but i i I, uh i'm gonna i would put them above eight okay adam me and maddie we're just thinking alike today. <laughs> I got him at 10 wins, just under. Again, I mean, the AFC overall is pretty weak. I think the Ravens can get sloppy and mess up a couple games like they did last year, but they do have they have improved over since since last year. I think they come into this year as a better team. I'll give them 10 wins. It's just a hard division. That's really what it comes down to. There's, there's no team in this division that I'm, I'm going to be super confident going over. I don't think that's interesting. You're not confident about our next team, the Steelers at nine and a half wins. Uh, no, I'm I'm not confident that they're winning double digit games. I I'm assuming you are. Oh, I'm confident, Matt. Yeah. I have them at 10 and I'm so confident that they are my rock hard lock. Wow. I believe in Kenny Pickett. Uh, I believe in Tomlin. Tomlin and the same ilk of of, um, uh, Vrabel. I mean, we should really say Vrabel is the same ilk of Tomlin. Tomlin is the OG. Drag this team to fucking eight wins every season. Um, They were not great last year, but I think that they were kind of figuring out the quarterback thing. And uh, uh, Watt was, was hurt for... A lot of the first half of the season was he not? Am I? I think he was. Yeah, he was out for like half a year, if not more. I mean, that's huge to not have that guy for half the year. Um, yeah. So if he's back and healthy, uh, that changes this team significantly. Um, and I, I think they'll be good, man. I, I think they're the best team in this division. Oh no, I don't think that. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I take that back. But I think that they're a ten win team. I think they're good. Uh, and I think that they'll. Uh, I think they'll. Kick some ass this year, man. 10 and a rock hard lock. Yeah, this one's a tough division. Um, but I like the Steelers. And I like, I, you know, you said it, Mike. Tomlin still drags them to to a decent amount of wins every year. I got them at 11 wins this year, boys. <laughs> wow. Oh, woo. Maybe they're not a lock. But they'll definitely be a shock. (laughs) (laughs) The rock hard shock. I love it. I love to hear it. Maybe that's a new award for next season. The rock hard shock. The electric shock of the year. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I think they're in a weird spot because they've got the worst quarterback in the division, but they've got the best coach in the division. Yeah, right. So that's a that's a weird spot to be in as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think there's nothing about this team that makes me think, wow. 
But there's also nothing about this team that makes me think. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like everything. They're good across the board. They've got they've got good enough running backs. They've definitely got talent at receiver. Fryermuth is a pretty solid tight end. Pickett, I think, is, you know, I don't think he's he's not in Zach Wilson territory, obviously. Right. Like he's not he's not a second year quarterback. That's going to tank the season, no. but I just, I'm not confident in them winning games that they should not win. Right. If, I think the Steelers team this year, they're going to lose to the teams that they should be losing to a majority of the time. I think they could probably pull out a couple close wins uh, at the end of the games, but I think like they're going to start off. I think they could start off. zero and two against the Niners and the Browns. And then from there, it's going to be a tough uphill climb. They're going to have to win every game they should to get to double digits. I think they're going over just because I don't think they're having a losing season. I'm putting them at nine and eight, which is still under. Okay. So, yeah, you have them basically at at the line, essentially. Pretty, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. That's fair. I mean, listen, I think that that's right. That's the tricky part of this whole thing, you know? That's that's a Vegas line that makes sense. Nine and a half. Listen, that's why I'm a professional podcaster and not a professional gambler. Okay, (laughs) that's right. All right. Moving on to the Browns. Uh, Nine and a half, according to DraftKings. Um, I have them at six. I think they'll be fine. Um, Watson, I'm not rooting for him. He didn't look good last year, obviously. Maybe he has a bounce back year, but I'm fine picking them to win six games because I, the Browns are just, I mean, talk about the worst run organization in sports. They're on the short list. Um, and I mean, just, you know, they are, they have become the team. That's probably one of the hardest to root for because of this whole situation with Watson, knowing the NFL confirming all this stuff that happened with the sexual misconduct and the Browns saying, fuck it, we're going to sign him anyway. Uh, and we're going to give him a ridiculous contract that's going to basically tip the scales and, and break the contracts for all quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, they did everything about this wrong, 100% of the way. And um, I just don't trust As the, the Browns, Browns. Do yeah, exactly. The breaths. This is <laughs> that's what the Browns do. So six wins. Talk me out of it, boys. I wish I could, Mike, but I'm with you. Six wins for the Browns. Hey. They're not going to win much, but what they do win is the hide your daughter award. Thank you, Deshaun Watson. Get away from my family. Get away from my daughter. I also have them as the most disappointing team award, whatever whatever that award. Yeah. Yes. And I did throw in an extra award there as the Browns, (laughs) the Browns, over the last five years, have the most drug arrest awards, and I gave them the hide your stash award as well, boys. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. The triple crown winners here on yes. Sports Group. Ladies and gentlemen, your Cleveland Browns, they are the hide your stash from Joe Benigno's daughter award. Um, yeah. Listen, guys, this it, it brings me great pain to do this uh, because Deshaun Watson, um, 
to me, he's right up there with Trevor Bauer in terms of like athletes that it is just not possible to root for under any circumstance. Um, I think he's probably a, a, a decent fantasy pick this year, getting him late in drafts, but I just, I can't have him on my team. I don't want to root for this guy. I don't want to root for this team. I didn't want to root for this team when they had annoying Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I certainly don't want to root for this team uh, now that they have the nightmare that is Deshaun Watson. Um, but I, I think they are going to win 10 games, unfortunately. Um, they have one of the wow. best offensive lines in football. They have maybe the best defensive player in football, Miles Garrett. They've got maybe the best running back with uh, Nick Chubb. They've got Amari Cooper. They've got uh, who's that tight end that they and Joku, who I think is playing. He's trending up finally. Yep. So I think this team is too talented, and their schedule is too easy for them to go under here. It pains me to say it. I don't want it to happen, but I do think the Cleveland Browns win ten games. I will say it is fun to finally have a reason to root against the Browns. That is like based in some sort of real reality as opposed to just right. like, Cleveland sucks and fuck them, you know? Yeah, no, it, it, it's like, you know, it, it's, it's an organization that really just doesn't have much redeeming value historically. Yeah. Um, it's a city that is just sad. Um, and now it's, it, it's a quarterback. Like we said that we just, we don't like, it's easy to root against them. I don't, it's, he's in that rare category of athlete. That's like he's in the Connor Deshaun Watson is in the Connor McGregor territory where it's like nothing good about him and you want bad stuff to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love to hear it. All right. And if yeah. there's anything this podcast loves, it's justified hatred. <laughs> That's what Absolutely. we're all about. That sports group, boys. That sports group. <laughs> all right. The Bengals. DraftKings has them 10 and a half wins. I'm taking the over. I think they're the best team in the division. Uh, I love Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, reverse the hide your daughter award. Present my daughter to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Marry her, please. You're the coolest guy in town. <laughs> uh, love him. I know that he's he tweaked his, uh, his calf in training camp, but I think he'll be back before the season starts, so I'm not really worried there. He's really good. Uh, they have good receivers. The offensive line, I think, is a mess. But, I mean, they've survived it the last two seasons. There's just something about having a quarterback with the biggest dick in the division that just puts your team at a level above everybody else's. I got them at 12 wins. So, um, wow. anybody uh, want to dispute it? Well, I ain't going to dispute it. I got the overall. So, I mean, I got them at 11 wins. Not really any reason to not think that they're still going to perform this year. It is a competitive division, but I still think that that they've got it. And I think that out of all the teams, they're the most, they should be going into the year the most confident in that division. Yep. I'm with you, Matt. Yeah. No, I'm with you as well. Um, I think that, you know, they have the best quarterback in the division. Uh, They probably have the second best coach, I would say, at this point. Um, they have hands down the best weapons in the division. Uh, Chase is not only on the team, but also stashed in their cars. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they their schedule is is not hard here. You know, they've got like two out of division games that are tough with uh, the Jags and the Bills, uh, and the Chiefs. But we they've they've shown that they could beat the Chiefs. You know, before obviously. So it's like them against the Chiefs is not like a lot of other teams where it's like, oh, guaranteed Chiefs running roughshod. I mean, they're playing the Cardinals before Murray comes back, it looks like. They're playing the Texans. Um, they're playing the Colts. They're playing the Vikings, right? So these are not tough out-of-division games here. They won 12 games last year, so they went over last year with one of their games um, – essentially getting canceled, you know, that, that tragic DeMar Hamlin game. So yeah, I, they're, they're close to a lock for me going over only, only needing 11 wins to go over. I, th- I think they're the, the third best team in the league. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this isn't over for sure. It's good to see Cincinnati having some reason to live, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? Like I've driven through the entire state of Ohio more times than I'd like the public to know about. Uh-huh. And what I will say is, there's not an annoyance with Cincinnati the same way there is with Cleveland. You know, Cleveland has this thing where you see those people with like the Cleveland versus the world shirts. Like it's too much of their identity yeah. that they're from Cleveland. Whereas Cincinnati, it's just like, oh yeah, that's a place that exists. You're from there. Nice to meet you. They have enough humility to know. That their city stinks. And we appreciate that about them. Yeah. I love it. All right. We're going to the West, boys. The most fun division in my mind. um, Because there's a lot that could happen here. Let's start off with the Denver Broncos. Mm. They are uh, eight and a half wins here, according to DraftKings. I hesitate to do this, boys. But I'm taking the over. Hmm. Nathaniel Hackett uh, couldn't hack it. He got the uh, an award for our show named after him, the first coach first coach fired award. Um, they were bad last year. The worst. It seems like there were reports from uh, a lot of. I guess they were coming out of the locker room that the locker room did not like Russell Wilson. Basically, all of these things that we were hearing about Seattle for uh, like a decade where all of the guys on defense hated him. Uh, It turned out it was all true. But here's the thing. (laughs) So I guess the question is, can a coach come in? Can Sean Payton come in and turn this whole ship around this quickly? And... I think part of the thing is if you have a coach that's more experienced and like Nate Hackett as a, as a head coach is, you know, it was his first gig. He doesn't have the juice the way Sean Payton has juice. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Like he can go in there and kind of command the locker room and take some of the, the pressure off of Russell Wilson. So I gave them 10 wins. I think they have a pretty easy schedule uh, and they're going to play the Raiders twice. So that's two wins. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's like they're 20% there. Right. So I think they're going to win 10 wins. I, I, it sounds crazy unless you look at the schedule, but that's where I'm at with Denver. And this could end up being a team that really fucks me in the end, but I'm going to, I'm going to put my faith in Sean Payton. I think it's 10 wins. 
You know, would have been good if I remembered that Sean Payton was the head coach, but I'm going to lock my pick in anyway, boys. I'm going to put, I put them at seven wins. Um, Ooh, wow. I don't think last year was a fluke. I think Russell Wilson's just going to kind of fade into mediocrity for the remainder of his career. I'm also proud to say that the Broncos are getting another award this year. This is between them and the Raiders, but due to Henry Ruggs not being on the Raiders anymore and (laughs) them being tied with the Broncos for the most DUIs over the last five years, the Denver Broncos get the Hide Your Keys Award, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) The Hide Your Keys Award. Bringing the heat today. Wow. Extra award. Out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming at all. No. He still got it, boys. Still got it. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, Jesus, take the wheel. Just don't put on a Broncos hat. How about that? All right, Matt, what do you got here? So, yeah, it really just comes down to can Sean Payton's true alpha personality do enough to minimize the annoyance that is Russell Wilson? Right. Russell Wilson is a guy that I I'm, I'm not going to say I dislike him necessarily, but he's like that sort of guy that you know who when you talk to him you just want to get out of the conversation right because <laughs> right. you just it's cringe you're just oh he makes you just be like oh god yeah you know it's like he's got the youngest fucking dad joke personality in the world like he's had that personality since he was like first came into the league. Um, with that being said, Peyton is too good of a coach. The schedule is too easy and there's just too many very good players on the team, uh, both offense and defense. They've got Sertain, the second, right? Who I think is, you know, top three corner in the league. They have good receivers. They have good running backs and, let us not forget, Sean Payton has brought teams uh, quarterbacked by Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill to the winning side of the record. So for them to go 9-8 and eight is all they need to go over here. Uh, that's what I'm thinking happens. I think they go 9-8. and eight. Wow. All right, so here's one last question about the Broncos before we move on. Mm-hmm. When did you... Not just you, Matt, the royal you. When did you turn on Russell Wilson as a football fan? When was it? Because for a while, I thought he was cool. Same. I actually had a couple friends went to Wisconsin when he was their quarterback. And, you know, he seemed like a good guy. Yep. So what is that your your answer, Adam? Um, when did I turn on him? I don't know if I necessarily turned on him. He's just kind of boring. He's not a cool quarterback. Right. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's not cool at all. He's, I, again, I don't dislike him necessarily, but it's just like, he's not a guy I I would want to hang out with, you know, and he's not a guy that really just makes me. I don't want to root for him. I don't care. But he's just a dork. Yeah. You know, I look at him and I'm like, you look at guys like Burrow, 
you look at guys like right. uh, Jackson, you look at Rogers now that he's kind of uh, made a baby face turn, right? You look at uh, even a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is cooler than Russell Wilson. They're both like Jesus freaks, but he's cooler than him. You know, you Jalen Hurts. Uh, right. I, I, you know, there the list goes on and on and on and on. There's just nothing about Russell Wilson where I'm like, oh yeah, that's that guy's awesome. Fair enough. I thought he was cool that last season in Seattle when he he came out of the gate hot. Watching him just kind of, he became that guy where it was just like, oh man, you don't want to, you don't want Russell Wilson against you with like, you know, down down 10 and right. six minutes left with the only game, a few minutes yeah you know he but, did kind of become that for the a point. moment yes yeah, he had he a minute where he was that guy and then last year it just all came fucking tumbling down and then you started seeing all the stuff about him last year like when he got hurt and he was doing like push-ups on the plane and they were taking social media videos of it and his teammates were like what are you doing dude i mean he is just like the definition of a dork yeah right he's and and that's fine if you want to be a dork, yeah. but you got to really embrace it. And I think he doesn't embrace who he really is and his public persona. Like there's a part of him that's like trying to be cool. It's like, bro, you're not cool. You're a fucking dork. Yeah. So just Joe Burrow is cool. Lamar Jackson is cool. These guys, they exude that. Yeah. Whereas Wilson, it's like, he almost seems confused. Like he doesn't understand that people are laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. All right. Let's go over to the Kansas City Chiefs. DraftKings mm-hmm. has them at uh, 11 and a half. I have them over. Um, yeah. I looked at their schedule, another easy schedule. Um, I think this is the last dance for Kansas City. Um, That's strong. Well, not that they're going to fall off completely, but I think that this is the last year, unless they pick up some talent somewhere along the line. I think this is the last year that they're like, a. I have them at 13 wins this year. I think this is kind of like, I think Kelsey's going to have to hit a decline at some point. Um, I think next year is the year that that probably starts for him. He can't keep this up forever. It's like, like Gronk. It was the same sort of thing. At some point there's going to be a decline. Um, and I'm basing this on nothing. I just have a feeling that, <laughs> Not this year. I think next year will be the year we kind of see him fall off a little bit. Um, but they're really Mike's either good. feeling that is his feeling is telling him that either the Kansas City Chiefs will decline or it's just a feeling that he has to go get tested for an STD. He's not sure Don't what he's joke. feeling right Don't now. Something's off, but he can't feel it. Name yeah, it. he feels it down here towards his stomach. He doesn't know what exactly it is. Um, but let before I get your win totals, boys, like I said, I have a 13 in the over. Um, actually give me your win totals and then I, I have something for you on the chiefs. Adam. I, yeah. So I actually have the chiefs at 14 wins this year. Whoa. I mean, I don't know for me, there's just no reason to believe that they're not going to come out as the hottest team of the oh. year. I, they, I mean, last year they were just so dominant and so good. Um, and I think they're just going to continue that. <laughs> it did give them another award, but <laughs> yeah. I feel kind of bad for this one. We have the Hide Your Daughter Award. I think we also need, for our good friend Andy Reid, the Hide Your Son Award. All right? <laughs> 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 Which they actually did. So, <laughs> Man, Adam, that's great. He's on fire today, boys. 
All right, Maddie, what do you got? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Until it actually happens, I can't believe that the Chiefs are going to fall off. It's one of those things where the team every year seems to have less talent around Mahomes, but every year it seems to not matter. Um, Travis Kelsey has not missed a game due to injury since his rookie year. He's now, I think, 33 or 34 years old. And the only game he's missed since his rookie year was due to COVID. Um, their schedule's not particularly bad. They play the Raiders twice, like we said. They will, at worst, split with the Chargers. They will, at very worst, split with the Broncos. They could go 6-0 and in their division, yep. and it wouldn't be surprising. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, Mahomes, as we all know, he is just that good. There's just... He, the gap between him and the next best quarterback in the league is probably as as big as it's ever been between the best quarterback in the league and the, the next best. Uh, he just takes guys that you've never heard of and gives them thousand yard seasons, so or eight hundred yard seasons or whatever. So I don't know. I I can't see them not going over this total. Did you have a? Oh, excuse me, boys. Have Did any you- of us had a? Fired first coach fired award yet? Not yet. No, I, I we think all we all might. Same one. <laughs> I think all we all might one. be in agreement. <laughs> um, That's so funny. <laughs> but Matt, did you pick it? Did you have a number for the Chiefs? I'm just curious. Yeah, twelve or thirteen. Okay. Um, you know, I, I them losing more than five games just seems crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so we're all ballpark. We're all around the same. Uh, so yeah. the other thing that I had for you guys uh, before we move on, is there a world that exists in which when it's all said and done, when both of their careers are over, that Andy Reid finishes his career better than Belichick's? Uh, weird, right? Can because I give you, can I give you one number? The, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you know what his record is as uh, chiefs head coach? Andy Reid's overall record? Yeah. No, I, I don't know uh, off the top of my head, Mike, what He's his exact record is. 117 and 45. It's pretty fucking good. He has been uh, incredible in Kansas City. And he was great in Philly, but he's been incredible in Kansas City. So it's like two and a half wins to every loss. Yeah. Surpass Bilicek in, in terms of win, all-time wins? Uh, I just I would say legacy in general, all time wins. Mm. He could. He's not that far behind Belichick on all time wins, and he's five years younger. He is two hundred pounds fatter, uh, so that's not. <laughs> but he he does. Yeah, have, that's the thing. I think. Yeah, who coaches longer? Because Belichick is still going to win eight games a year for at least for for the, however much longer he coaches for. Reed is going to win, you know, ten or more per year. So it's like. He's not going to gain on him that much. He's going to have to like really coach for a lot more years for that to happen. I mean, I I say Reed's probably going to be Kansas City's coach for the remainder of Mahomes' career. I don't see how he doesn't do that. Why he wouldn't? So it's possible, you know. Health is the only reason, right? Right. I think it's possible. I, I mean. I guess Belichick's still number one, but they're it's debatable. Does he have? To I think that? Belichick is still number one by a, a pretty wide margin. Um, but 
yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. How many more years is Belichick going to take this middling franchise? You know, at a certain point, you've got to figure he's like enough is enough. My legacy's intact. The more years Belichick take it, it has a team winning nine games, the more it's going to tarnish his legacy, right? Yeah, right. It's like uh, you know, Pujols still playing in the majors and just tanking his average. Kind had of to, had to bring up a little baseball here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just curious. You know, I, I as somebody who is a Belichick hater, uh, I was obviously hoping to see a, a unanimous yes, but I'll take what I got. Um, let's move on to the LA Chargers here. Uh, DraftKings has them nine and a half. I have the under. I am not a Chargers mm. believer. Six wins for the Chargers. Justin Herbert, show me something. Do it in the playoffs. Um, also, I have Brandon Staley as a first coach fired watch, but not first coach fired. I would agree with that. He's, yeah, he is on the hot seat, right? Because yes, at a certain yeah. point in time, if you're going to be coaching the way that I played Madden 15 yes. years ago uh, to tw- 20 years ago, shit, I'm getting old. But yeah, at a certain point in time, going for it uh, two out of three times on fourth down and constantly going for two, that's if that doesn't work, it's going to put you on the hot seat. And it is the style that loses you as many games seemingly as it's going to win you, right? I love Staley. I love this team. I love their roster. I love Herbert. I love everything about him, which means it pisses me off even more when they don't meet expectations, which is why I'm going to hope that I don't punch the wrong wall and I don't punch this brick you see behind me when the Chargers piss me off this year and win my Joe Benigno hole in the wall. Looks like I got a spackle because I'm – Fucking lost it on the Chargers again. <laughs> what's the t- what's the total you got him at, Matt? Oh man, I fucking nine and a half. Nine and a half is so difficult with a good team. They're not a great team. I don't know. Do they make the jump? It seems like if I go over, that's counterintuitive to my Benigno award here. Uh, but I'm going to do it. I'm going over on the Chargers. I think they can win 10 games this year. Their schedule is not particularly difficult. They get to play the Raiders twice. The Raiders are a bottom three team in the league. And their out-of-division schedule is not particularly difficult either. So I'm going over barely. I think they are 10-7 and seven this year. Wow. All right, Adam. Yeah, I also think that they have a pretty weak schedule overall. Like they're and and every game that they play in, including games against the Chiefs, um, the Jets, the Bills, I still think that those are gonna be competitive games where they have a shot to pull one win out of some of those really tough games. I actually have them at eleven wins on the year. What are you can I have some of they're what for- you're smoking? Adam, their their first. So, well, they got the Dolphins week one. Eleven. I don't think they're gonna. I I think they're gonna win that. I think they're gonna beat the Titans week two. I think they're gonna beat the Vikings week three. I think they're gonna beat the Raiders week four. They could definitely beat the Cowboys week five. I think they could easily start the the. And they're the type of team that could just surprise everyone and 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 start the the season five and zero. Yeah, that could easily happen. Um. 
That's why I think they're going to get 11 wins. I mean, I, I don't think that they're a great team by any means. And, and yeah, their coach is for sure on the hot seat this year, just based off of the way he ended the season last year. So bad. Um, yeah, he, that gotten, he almost, collapse. he almost shouldn't gotten fired last season. Um, yeah. cause that's, that's pretty inexcusable. I mean, but yeah, I've got them at 11 wins. Yeah. I mean, those, those that first five games that you just said, Adam, like they could, they could start the season five and oh, right there. And then they play the bear, they play the NFC North. So they got, that means they got the bears, the lions, the Vikings, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Jets not, are so, like, I think the Jets are so good. I don't think the Ravens are so good. The Patriots, the Broncos. I, I don't think any of these teams are so good where I'm counting the, the Chargers out of those games. At yeah, I exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet any, any of those games against the Chargers. Yeah, they're going to be favored in a lot of their games, right? Do they have a home field advantage? Are there Chargers fans? L.A. is mm. a weird football town, man. I yeah, mean, even, not really. even the... The Rams don't have home field advantage either. Yeah. Crazy. All right. The only time people go to uh, SoFi Stadium is when America's Got Talent is is having their open call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's round this out. Uh, we have a couple of things to agree on here, I think, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. DraftKings has them at six and a half, which, as we know, is the, the absolute lowest line they'll give... <laughs> They'll give any of these teams. Uh, That's an under for me. Uh, This is a four wins at the most team. The Raiders, a perpetual disaster. Uh, They're not very talented. Uh, Jimmy G, he's the most interesting thing about this team. He will be fucking strippers all over the strip uh, all season long. And we respect and commend that. But the Raiders stink. uh, And obviously, Josh McDaniels, first coach fired. Um, he is winning the Nat Hackett award. He, boy, oh boy, he should not be a head coach in the NFL. Uh, he's proven it twice now. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, really bad. I'd say the Raiders, maybe they get to six wins if they can play themselves twice, but (laughs) otherwise at best they're winning four games. Anybody disagree? I mean, no, technically I have them at five wins, but I, I agree. First coach fired. I think that silver and black paint sales in Las Vegas will be way down this year because they're just <laughs> going to be a trash team. Yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah. So six and a half. So they have to win seven games to go over here. I mean, when what world do the Raiders win seven games? I don't know how it happens. It's so let's see what the the juice is on this line here. So it's not even that much juice. It's minus one thirty on the under, right? So obviously Vegas is favoring them to go under, but not by a ton, right? So we look at their schedule. They play the Broncos week one in Denver. They play the Bills week two in Buffalo, and then they're home against the Steelers. Uh, I mean, the Steelers fans travel. There's a lot of Steelers. They're a national team. So that's a very, very probable 0-3 start. Then the Chargers. Then they play the Packers. 
I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of gimme games on there. They, they play week eight, the bears, then the lions, then the giants. That's like the easiest part of their schedule there. And those are not gimme games. I think the Raiders are one of the least talented teams in the league. We know whether he gets hurt on the field or whether he throws his groin out in a hotel room somewhere. Garoppolo <laughs> is not he's not finishing the season. If he started more than 10 games, I'd be surprised. I think Devontae Adams requests a trade at some point. I think Josh Jacobs doesn't want to be call. there. You know, I think there's I don't see anything going right for this. Like <laughs> As it goes for most people in Las Vegas, I don't think there's a lot going right Dude. for uh, <laughs> this this team this year. Um, I just I don't see it. They I don't have been see it. a disaster for a long time. Even when they started yeah. kind of coming out of it a little bit, they had a few years there where they were frisky, and it was kind of like the beginning of the Josh Jacobs era. And Carr had some seasons where you're kind of like, this guy's pretty good, but how good is he? Uh the whole Gruden fiasco, the whole AB fiasco. Remember that they he, he didn't oh, play yeah. a game for them. <laughs> he didn't play a game for them. I yeah, mean, that was crazy. I mean, God. even by Antonio Brown standards, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, they are a train wreck. Um, and I did kind of feel like when they moved to Vegas that they were kind of moving in the right direction. It was kind of like a new uh, turning over a new leaf for them, but... Boy, oh boy, they got bad quick. This McDaniels hire was bad. Um, yeah, I, I, he's the just can't hack it award winner. I think he's he's unanimous. he's got uh, unanimous, right? Is yeah. that our only unanimous award? And this was not planned. No. Yeah, I mean, my God, how how could anybody think that he's going to survive? Like, he might not make it to four games. Because I mean, any other coach that's uh, their team is going to suck. Right. Like they've got the faith of the organization behind them. The fans, you know, Giants might not be great this year, but everybody loves Dayball. Right. 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 Uh, Steelers might mm-hmm. not be great. Tomlin is fine. Tomlin's, right. The Rams Tom, Tom, might yeah, not Tomlin's be great. McVay ain't getting fired. No. Yeah. I don't I also don't you know, I think it's pretty lazy hiring. A lot of these teams do. And it's it works out. It doesn't work out a lot of the times where they take a team that's they made it to the Super Bowl or they were Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl and they completely just pull every coach off of that staff. And then they go, well, this team made it to the Super Bowl. Let's take their defensive coordinator and have them be our head coach. Like it just that just shows me that the team a lot of the times those owners don't know what they're doing when they do that. And it doesn't work out a lot of the time. It's true. Reich. Patricia, yeah, Reich, Reich is a bum. yeah, I, I, he would have been my um, first coach fired this year, but he's the, it's his first year coaching for this, for the team. So he'll, he'll get fired next year. That's right. Reich, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? I think that it, uh, we, we should probably wrap up and, and not let this, Drag out too long. Anybody? Oh, man. I just can't wait. You know, preseason NFL. Such a tease, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of good locks. You know, I think as our our fans, if they like to gamble, which we all know that they can't help themselves, but gamble on (laughs) almost every aspect of their life, that there's a lot of good bets to be made 
this season on the over-unders. You know what's the best bet, though? Listening to the sports group every fucking week. That's right. That's right, boys. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Next week, we will be back with NFC over-unders. Part deux. Part deux. So a whole new list of awards to be given out. A whole new list of 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 teams that we love and teams that we hate. Players that we love, players that we hate. Teams that we love to hate, teams that we hate to love. That's right. Um, until then, you can find me on social media. I'm at Mike Coscarelli on all platforms. Boys. At Matt Lajeski on everything. And I'm at It's Adam Foster. And that's going to do it for us. Until next week, keep watching sports. And fire Cashman. And fire Cashman. (laughs)